Hmm. All right. Cool. Mm. We're good to go. Yeah. We did all the yum voices. Mm. <laughs> Are we I on? Work out we good? And listen to myself. Right, Mike? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got my wine. So, yeah, shout out to uh, you working out in the gym right now, guys. <laughs> really, really, really push it. Yeah. Because you, it's uh, it's October 3rd, 2019. Yeah. Joined by Party Mike whoop, whoop. and Wind. Did yeah. you have a name? Did you have like a nickname? Were you always just Win? I was just Win. Okay. That's a cool name though. Like Win? That's better than Lose. I mean, what if you got named Lose? That'd suck. That's his best joke I've heard in a million years. <laughs> what if, I've you, never heard that joke no, before. Really? Mike, never, what okay, if your yeah. wife, Mike, check. I'm very gullible. What if your wife's name was Loss? That'd be awesome. <laughs> when loss, and you can have a ratio. I told Shannon I'm changing my last name to Cannon, so when we get married, <laughs> wow. Shannon Cannon. <laughs> That's awesome. Like you, Julia Gulia. You win. Wow. Oh, it's going to be punny today. Oh, I didn't even mean to, man. Accidental genius. I did not. <laughs> what are you drinking, Greg? What's that, kombucha? What is that? It's kombucha. Yeah. It's oh, wow, uh, ginger lemon. Hmm. You think when a um, Wynn's wife hooks up with him, she's like, all I do is win. Oh, my win, God. No Pro- probably. Wynn's never heard that joke no. before. <laughs> I think I post that joke all the time oh, wow. on my social media stuff. So. Okay. Well, there you go. I'm just going to keep drinking this Pinot Grigio because it's delicious. Dude, I've never seen you drink wine before. I know, right? Carbs. Legit. Carbs. Zero-ish. What? Well, There's sugar in there. No, but actually, um, Pinot Grigio from Yellowtail. I... It's supposed to be super low carb. A, a traditional glass, a five-ounce serving is three grams, but their website literally says it's 0.7 grams for five-ounce serving. Not bad. So this whole thing is like three grams of carbs. So well, then, yeah. Basically, it's saying, saying pound it, basically, is what they're saying. Drink this whole bottle, which I will. So There you go. And when do you want something to drink? You okay? I'm okay. Thank okay. You. Yeah. There's a beverage on the table over there. You have, like, my backwashed water <laughs> from working at my computer earlier. Can I have some? Ugh. I did some dip earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. I can't wait to get your germs. Nasty. Yep. So uh, we we actually have a since when party mics on we have a uh, schedule a uh, what's that called topics topics that we're gonna talk about. We talk. You asked. I asked you the topic. You said uh, the moon, Mars, (coughs) moon. Bless you. Moon bases. Thank you. Longevity. Life longevity. So. All of which I'm versed in, but I spent this morning actually uh, kind of dipping into the moon and the moon bases and Mars stuff. Kind of I deal. too like to dip into the moon. Dipped into the moon, see, dipped mm. into it and mm. got lots of information. I learned lots of things about the moon, which I had no idea about, which is pretty cool. For it has a, uh, they think it has a, a molten uh, core. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah, they think it has an actual liquid. Uh, hot metal magma core, which is can't they measure that? They 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 can. I mean, yeah, surface temperature. Wouldn't you be able to get like further they, in? They do. In fact, on on Mars, they're using uh, one of the most recent probes, which uh, has a, a seismometer on the thing, which is used to detect Mars quakes, and they think Mars has a liquid core as well. But we've not put that same device on the Moon yet, kind of deal. But there's a lot of fascinating stuff going on with the moon kind of deal like with research and and companies and stuff mm-hmm. so nasa has been really obviously super focused on mars and sending rovers and landers there and things like that and curiosity and curiosity ran for 60 times its planned uh lifespan 
It's only supposed to run for 90 days. That thing ran for 15 years, which is insane. That's it's slightly amazing. better than the Indian uh, thing they just landed on the South Pole of the Moon. They did. That's that crashed, by the way. It wasn't a soft landing, <laughs> apparently. It, 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 it touched down. It was meant to run for like a few days because it was going to be in the full dark side yeah. of the moon. Yeah, yeah. South Pole. And wow. It, I was watching it live at work, and it just they showed it, and then it was like, we don't really know. And the guy's like, <laughs> oh. the big like ambassador guy, whoever is like, stay brave, guys. You guys did great. Mm. And then he left. He bounced <laughs> out. <laughs> He's like looking for, looking for a job right you off the bat. You kind of feel bad for him. You're like, man, all Poor these people guy. worked for months and years on this. Yeah. That, and that's a good point. There's a lot more, there's a lot more people that have access to that, the ability to send out probes and landers to the moon and to Mars because of all the, the, the the lowering of cost because of SpaceX and 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 all the stuff Elon's doing. So that's really cool. So there's a lot more players designing stuff to go to the moon and to go to Mars and things like that. And, yep. Um, they were supposed to have four different and I don't know the status. Four different four different landers rovers on the moon in 2019. But I don't know if that actually happened or that was the plan. Right. All the videos I watched were like late 2018. So. Hmm. But they're they're really working on uh, the technology to build a moon base nasa said uh, that they want to be uh they want a sustainable community on the moon by the early 2030s is the is the plan and there's several ways that they are going to go about doing that and one of the ways is to have their nasa itself is redesigning a couple different sls space launch systems to shoot up the stuff the rockets kind of deal right. Um, I'm not quite sure if they're supposed to be reusable. I haven't looked into them that much. I don't know if they're trying to do the same thing as Elon Musk is with, with the reusability piece, which they may or may not. I don't know. Um, but they're going to try to do that, try to get stuff up to the moon and, and build moon bases. Right. So that's kind of cool. And how are they going to do that? So this is what I watched this morning. They, they are pretty sure they're not 100 percent. they're pretty sure like 99 percent, that there's a lot of water on the moon which is yeah which is, a, which is a, like a what kind of thing that really? no one ever thought that to see like like, we're like no what idea. the fuck so yeah there's a lot of water on the moon they think and they've actually identified the stuff so they have several ways to go about doing this so, so the first one is uh, is a reconnaissance basically send out a lot of different smaller probes across different areas towards the poles to, to, to see the validity of if there's water there or not. Because if there's water there, that's like a game changer. Because that's like basically all the stuff that you really need to do. A lot of the things they need to do create food. And they can use it to break it apart to create uh, rocket fuel. Hydrogen. Um, hydrogen and oxygen split them apart. Water. And, and they're saying potentially... Probably there's helium three up H3, there too. H three, yeah, which would so be so they can do some fusion stuff once yep. we get that figured out. H three is would be an abundance there, which is just a big deal because that's a really great power source. So mm -hmm. that's that's cool. So there's water, and then the stuff that's actually on the moon is called regolith. And if you can think of like maybe taking a number two pencil, like a graphite pencil, and just grinding that down to dust, that's kind of the material that's on the, the surface of the moon it's it sticks to everything it's just it's really it's really hard to deal with as far yeah. as like you wouldn't think that moon dust would be an issue but oh, it I'm is sure. i'm sure it, it freaking is the right. apollo guys found that out the yeah. hard way 
Yes, so you, their filtration system would have to be nuts. Absolutely, because yeah. it's super fine it's dust. Super fine. Like, yeah. do you think like a normal HEPA filter ah, would pick that know. up? That's I, what I was wondering. I don't even know. It's got to be next level. They they have a room here at NASA. They it's it's called I forgot what it was called. They had a robot alligator as the the uh, logo for it. It's a room that's basically got moon dust. And then you and you and you gear up, not like in like in a hazmat, not super hazmat suit, but a full suit, and you wear a respirator, and you go in there, and it's like this twenty by twenty foot room with uh, all the dust in it. And they have a robot, they have a machine there. They're trying to build. I took a picture of it to show you guys here. Uh, to, to, they're designing machinery to dig and excavate stuff on the moon. So I'm showing I'm showing when a picture of this machine and, and Greg here. It's basically a four-wheel design, four-wheel device, and it's got four drums on it, and they spin one direction, and they collect the regolith, mm-hmm. and then, then where they reverse, they dump it into a bin. So they collect this stuff. So that's the foundation material. So that's the part one of getting the stuff. The other part would be uh, collecting the water in situ, in situation, and plugging it all into a 3D printer. That's, that's the next step. 3D printing the structures on the moon that's realistically the way that they're trying to do that thing so print them up yeah they do that in uh with the sand in uh in the middle east do they they have 3d printers that'll uh take the sand that's there and they will turn it into whatever material and then they'll 3d print things awesome yeah that's that's what they're talking about building stuff on site they actually had a contest nasa did with uh a1 a1 that's the name the same as a1 space systems and another company and they had these two different competing teams build a one-third scale uh model by by one-third it was still like 25 feet tall like they had to print this thing out in two days and they printed this thing up as like kind of like an egg structure that kind of came up and tapered to the top and came to a point and they they printed the thing up in two days and uh they won five hundred thousand dollars for making this thing nice so a lot of the, well, in fact, most of the stuff that's really exciting that's going on is is not government driven. It's it's private enterprise, private companies, and things like that. And I don't know, I'm trying to get to pol- too political, but I think a lot of that stuff, the technology was from the government, and they'll take a lot of those technologies and then implement them as private in their private. Yeah, like I I can see it going both ways. Private learns from the government, government learns from private, right? And uh, it's really a, a win win for everybody kind of deal and everybody yes. wins so um i did watch a couple youtube videos on the on what will jump start like space industry like what's going to get companies behind spending the money that they needed to do that and it's to the moon to the moon mm-hmm. literally and it's just once the the payload cost can continue to go down with uh basically elon musk leading the charge with the spacex program you know you get more and more stuff in space and you start building the stuff and it's it just going to happen. It takes time, obviously. I mean, they have a 10-year window for living on the moon, but it's in the process. It's it's technically feasible to do. There's no new technologies that need to be invented. We just need to quit fighting each other over dumb shit and focus yeah. as a species on getting off this blue rock. So, I'm calling it right now. It's the IMC, International Moon Colony. Ooh. Yep. Nice. It's going to be that. Nice name. Greg Stradamus. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Stradamus. Oh, oh my nice. god. Uh, so I, I will I will I will partner that with they think the first name for the the first whatever colony on Mars is going to be Opportunity. 
to name it after the the little rover that could kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, God, this kind of I didn't actually cry, but I kind of got emotional. The last thing that either it said or somebody I think actually the rover said this before it finally went offline. It said it said the batteries are getting low. My batteries are getting low, and it's getting dark outside. And I was like it. And like this little machine that did 60 times this life cycle just <laughs> died. And it was people like, it was like, oh, what? I watched NASA. I watched a video today of NASA, the control center, and all the people that had a thing to do with the opportunity when they when they finally pulled the plug on it. And it was pretty emotional for all those people. Oh, sure. you know, I mean, like all that hard work yeah. and studying and watching this thing day Absolutely. in and day out is just. Tell them to wait 40 years when we turn it back on. When we have people there. <laughs> we like, have some, some, going, little some buddy. stranded Martian that needs to take parts off here to get back to Earth. Here's new batteries, bud. Wait, they made a movie off that. 40 years? I think it's going to be less than that. Oh, yeah. They, they, yeah. They're already working on the Mars 2020 lander. It's all the cost and how, how are we going to... Do you but want people on Mars? Do you want to see a concept for a people, people moving vehicle on you Mars? Think 20 years? Check this thing out. The six-wheel device. These two guys built... It's a space this warthog rover. It's literally like think, yeah, think I saw Halo. That thing on, uh, think Halo. They totally made this thing all by uh, itself. I thought I saw the thing on uh, what you call it, that movie with uh, the Martian. No, <laughs> Bruce Willis and the asteroid that's gonna hit Earth. <laughs> that was a, is that Armageddon? The Armageddon. Deep, Armageddon. Deep Impact. I forget which one. The, Armageddon. We oh got it. Forget which one. <laughs> space movies. Did you guys see that Astra? I have not seen that movie oh. yet, so no spoilers. It I, sucked. Whatever, Murph. I hated it <laughs> really? so much. If it's not Interstellar, he doesn't like it. it. Well, no, no. Interstellar is a masterpiece, obviously. Obviously. But I don't think we've had a podcast. Very excited. We have not done a podcast, not one, I don't think ever, without a reference. Interstellar. 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 I, yeah. So, <laughs> dude, Ed Astra, I went to the IMAX to see it yeah and i was super stoked yeah i got a little space pin because i was like an early, early imax guy <laughs> i don't like, even i don't even know what it's about i have no idea i just know it's space stuff it looked it looked kind of iffy it sucks yeah, really. it's not it's the least sci-fi space movie oh, i've ever uh, seen so don't get it my does, hopes up. there's like weird character development where it doesn't matter there's decisions where you're like what and then there's things that happen that you're like what that doesn't make any sense and then at the end i remember walking out with my buddy that i saw it with and i was just like that kind of sucked. Huh. And he's like, yeah. So don't pay for it on Amazon then, basically. Nope. No. Okay. I'm not watching it. Speaking Just... of, I need to get a movie to take out of here to watch. Can we stop doing that for me for my review for next time? Mm. I need to get you hooked up on Greg Flicks because I want <laughs> digital. I don't have physical media. What? Yeah, we yeah. Went, I'm on all digital. How, what, what did you do with the old media? I ripped them into Greg Flicks, man. Just okay. had to allocate seven terabytes. Oh, my God. Greg <laughs> Good Flicks. Good to go. I love it. <laughs> wow. Good for you. Yeah. cool i'm gonna have to get on great flicks too yeah because you see that little tower right yeah, there there's a computer tower with five drives one dvd and four blu-rays and they're ripping all at once is there a monthly subscription fee? to a raid zero striped set of drives that <laughs> pushing non-stop that's uh i can get you set up yeah for moon free. dust yeah. nice you have to pay me in moon dust yeah <laughs> Most expensive no. dust ever. <laughs> moon dust. I got some. I got some moon dust. I'll find you some moon dust. So it's like the seventies all over oh. again. Whoa. So much moon dust. <laughs> Studio so, Greg. That's moon bases. That's what I got from moon bases. Kind of deal. And yeah. How far awesome. off are we on fusion with H three then? I don't think it's a matter of the fuel because they have several. They can well, do fusion in general. The fusion in general. The, it, the the running joke. 
in the fusion world is it's just 20 years away. Always. Always. It's always 20. It was 20 years away in 1950. It was 20, 20 years away in 70. It was 20 years away in 1990. As long as when they're done, they call it Mr. Fusion. I'm good to go. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Throw, throw a couple beer cans ahead of lettuce in there. Get in your flying car and travel and like, through time. What are you doing, Doc? Mr. Fusion. I need fuel. <laughs> Mr. Fusion. God, what a great thought. It was Back to the Future 2. Two. Yeah, that was yeah. the that was at the end of one though, right? When you, when you had yes. him, yeah, right. Yes. Yes. And that what that that must have been what nineteen eighty seven was that eighty eight when that came out? Something like late eighties, yeah. So that, again, like I said, nineteen ninety, just twenty years off, mm-hmm. and then the, well, from nineteen eighty seven they went twenty. It was nineteen ninety five. What year was then when they went to the future? It was twenty fifteen. I think because yeah, we yeah, celebrated it was that one year off from the Cubs win. So mm-hmm. it was 20 years prior. So it was 1985, Yep, 1985. And yeah. then it was okay. Well, 19, like I said, 20 years, it's always 20 years off in the future. So they're working on it. It's happening. Fusion would be awesome. Camp, fusion is like a game changer. Speaking of rehydrate a pizza fusion <laughs> and energy. I have this off topic. This wasn't the topic we talked about, but so Nikola Tesla, like one of my favorite kind of wacky guys back in the day, which kicked Edison's ass across the board for all kinds of crazy cool things. True story. True story. Uh, in oh, Milford, I'm, I'm Team AC. Texas. I don't know if <laughs> you guys know what movie. his Wardenclyffe Tower was. It was a tower that he built to send electricity wirelessly to wherever he wanted to send it. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is revolutionary. And it never got off the ground because he ran out of funding and they shut the place down. And then he died and then the FBI took all of his research and just kind of chomped it up and probably created a lot of Black Ops projects with that, but we don't know. So I was just happened to be trolling through YouTube and I was looking at Tesla stuff. And in Milford, Texas, they there was a company built a modern day version, no shit, of the Nikola Tesla Wardenclyffe Tower. It's actually a thing. Does it and work? Everybody's dead there. It's now. a thing. So there's a company, <laughs> uh, and this was like super, like what the hell is this kind of stuff? And it was really weird. And I watched the movie, the 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 local news crew went out there and they interviewed the people. This is legit. There's a company. It's called Visiv. You can Google it. It's out there. It's headed by three, two or three former big dog full bird colonels from the air force that used to run the icbm projects that used to run all kinds of black ops stuff with the military there's a couple phd scientists on there and it's got a lot of money behind it and this this legit is it's legit they are literally trying to send electricity wirelessly from a to b and they're working on it through a process it's called a zenic wave and what does that mean? Yeah, okay. what spectrum what, what, is that? What is does that, that mean? RF I, crap? I, I knew that We're I was going to have to talk about this. So let me just read this this little quick uh, excerpt about what this means. It says, no matter what. The Endeavor relies heavily on what are called Zenic surface waves. These waves, named for Jonathan Zenic, a 20th century physicist and electrical engineer, are electromagnetic waves that harness Earth's surface as a sort of wave guide or conduit for electricity and communication signals so powerful that they envelop the entire planet without the need for wires. So what does that mean if they make this work, which there's a lot of money and a lot of smarts behind this. Mm. Okay. So originally you can't direct it though. Well, that's what they're, that's what they're saying. There's a a receiver that looks, it's like a, it's a silver looking aluminum shaped disc about 
two and a half, three feet in circumference, like a like a oval kind of thing, and you put it on a tower next to wherever you want to receive the electricity, and it sends it from A to B, essentially through these waves, kind of deal. Yeah, but um, those are like RF waves or electro waves. They're, they're Zenic waves. I don't. I, the science behind it is murky at best. Okay? Right. But basically, you're doing microwaves. You're doing some spectrum in something there. that uses the inherent properties of the Earth to move electricity and the the concept behind that is it doesn't create free energy you still have to generate the electricity which which i didn't realize back at first i thought nikola tesla found a way to suck energy out of the planet number one and then number two kick it anywhere you wanted to do i didn't realize that that wasn't how it was you still have to generate the electricity so that's, that's a big deal but the concept is if you can generate electricity, let's say you have a giant solar array in the middle of a freaking desert in the Sahara, period. There's nothing around it. Sure. You can take that electricity and concept with this theory and zap it to a re, uh, receiver in space, a space receiver, and that receiver can shoot that electricity, however the hell they do this, to any location within that, that, that satellite's view. I believe they can do that, but I just, I'm curious how much loss... Right. If, if you're sending that much energy, are you cutting it by yeah. half? Where's the loss? Ninety percent. Nothing's free. You know, yeah. if, if you, you've, you know, with the, the Newton's laws and all that and thermodynamics. Just converting but, energy into something else. There's always loss. Yep, and that's a that's a big thing too. While we're on loss of energy, like with people that want to put giant solar panel arrays in space and then beam that back down to Earth. Um, that's that's not going to work. And, and Elon Musk got behind this and he got pissed. He's like, there's so many losses in the transference of sun to solar, solar to uh, micro, to zapping it down to the planet, to converting again. It's it's like like 5 to 10% efficient. By the mm-hmm. time it's said and done, you've just, you're wasting all this energy converting it back around. So, so Elon Musk is not a big fan of, of solar and space harvested and shot down back to Earth. So just so you know. But this technology, if it actually works, you combine that with fusion. It's just it's stupid, dumb. Like, like what you can actually do with those two, like technologies that we don't have put together. Like you can have unlimited energy from point A zapped anywhere in the world through technology B. And that's just it's oh, game changing. It's, yes. it's it changes everything. Yep. It goes back to what I was talking about previous when when with uh, part of the plan to. Uh, affect climate change with obviously you need a, a renewable or cheap power power source like fusion would be to forest the Sahara Desert and to forest uh, the uh, Australian outback. You plant trees there, you desalinate water, you get all those those two the biggest deserts in the world to, to grow trees, suck all that carbon, because trees are carbon basically, that's where carbon goes, suck all that carbon out of the air and we can actually be carbon negative. Like it's it's feasible within 20 to 30 years you could have that much of a change in our climate because when you have free electricity essentially that's really changing it changes everything so yeah. again we fall back to this technology we don't have fusion so i think a lot of the ocean takes the carbon to like the plankton oh yeah the, the, the algae and all the stuff in there yeah yep, they take a lot of the carbon suck i think what, what's what the problem now is they're finding heat waves in the ocean yeah so that's the scary thing uh, according to oceanographers heat waves heat waves in the ocean what does that mean so that means like parts of the ocean are getting a lot warmer than they should be yeah which is closer, like closer to the mic when so that yeah. means like the the arctic ice is actually melting faster oh, great. than it should be so like they found in another problem that's going on right now and it was like oh, wow on top of that right that's great <laughs> people are uh 
I saw a fun, a fun tidbit. We need more Elon Musk. We, we, uh, Greg and I talked about that <laughs> yeah. last time. I was, I was like, hey, Elon's just one, you know, really rich, motivated human being that's literally changing the scope of humanity. If we had just more, more people like him, just like spend their money on these Agreed. things, game changing instead of just hoarding all the. How much money do you need? Like really, like what? Wait, I just saw a weird they're like with three hundred thousand dollars per year, you can live anywhere, practically anywhere on the on the planet. Be happy, travel, do what you want. And the, I think the the punchline was, I don't trust anybody who would want more. Yeah, like, why do you need more? Like, how many helicopters <laughs> can you fly in? Yeah. How many yachts can you hang out on? Like a lot. Yeah, I'd probably but, spend it all too. I wish I was I would, a billionaire. I'd, I'd spend it all too. Don't get me wrong, but I'd spend it on things that benefited humanity. So you spend that all on child support payments. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, I'd be I, selfish. I ain't having no babies, so there ain't no child support yeah, payments coming so out of me <laughs> ever. I want a twenty-five billion dollar yacht. Oh my god, <laughs> billion! Just think about it, though. I mean, okay, so how much money does it cost to really like do a, a big thing? We talked about like, like a thorium reactor is a new type of, well, not new, but it would be commercial new. It'd be a couple billion dollars to, to build one, and get going. There's rich people out there. that could just say, Hey, you know what? I got a couple billion. Let's build a whole new concept of power generation that we know how to do. Let's just do that because they could, they literally could do that. And they don't, they, they, they stash all this money. Like, how much money do you need, Jeff Bezos? I mean, you got $150 billion? There was an issue with the thorium reactors, though. It's not as clear-cut, like, perfect alternative as it's oh, Nothing's meant. perfect. I'm not going to say anything's pretty. Yeah, like, I, I started perfect. doing, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I started doing some research, and there's, like, immediately big flags with yeah. why that doesn't work. Well, shoot me one. Uh, no, that's that's all I got. Oh, <laughs> you, you know. So they, I will they, do some more research for next time. But they've had a functioning, running thorium reactor since 1960s. Mm-hmm. They've got one. No, I believe it works, but there was some reason why it doesn't make sense to oh, pursue that. Okay, well, but I will bring that next time. I'm gonna have to look into that because yeah. I've watched lots of different videos on that kind of stuff. Yep. Mm. Interesting. I never even heard of it. I have to check it out. Thorium. Yeah, thorium. It's yeah. uh, well, thorium is one of the most abundant materials in the crust of the Earth. Mm. And the uh, the cool part, the, I guess, the really cool part about thorium reactor is that it's I don't want to say fail safe. Everything has a way to break, but it, it's it's not run like a traditional. And I'm by no means a nuclear physicist or reactor specialist or anything like that. But the way that they're designed, that if they overheat, they they basically shut themselves down, mm. essentially instead of melting down, like mm. like Fukushima kind of deal. Which honestly, I don't even know what's going on with that. We don't see about that in the media. I don't know. Is it still no. hot? You know, is it completely polluting the entire Pacific Ocean? Uh, they're about to dump the wastewater from the plant into the ocean. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I heard. That thing's been spewing radiation for yeah. uh, years now. No, I it's think 2011. Godzilla should be coming out soon. Quite a while. <laughs> that's insane. I mean, think about that. We don't hear about that in the media. No, it's about... Well, well that's when you have to worry is when you don't hear about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've, I've watched videos behind the scenes and, you know, Japan is doing everything they can, they can do to, to fix this because they are. Um, but you don't hear about it. You know, we tend to hear about random bullshit about what celebrities doing what or who tweeted this. And I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> And you wouldn't believe all the, the chaos in parking lots now that Tesla has summoned. I saw that. <laughs> like that's, what that's the newest what thing. It's so dumb. It's Meanwhile, so dumb. I'm at work and it's pouring rain. And my, I say to the programmers and the other people, I'm like, you guys want to see something cool? They're like, yes. We all third floor at an office building looking out the windows. My car's at the other side of a parking yeah. lot. I hit the button. 
flash blinks lights it backs up it starts driving around and people are like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> just drives around and then i get it to go all the way up to the door i'm like i gotta go to the post office i'll be back and i went down and left <laughs> does it do the stoplight stuff now not yet not yet, not yet. No. so they i got version 10 which is the huge update spotify yeah. netflix hulu youtube all in the car all that stuff um the autopilot is huge no one's talking about this as much but why is it not on like, Facebook? Why, why so, am I not seeing this shit? I've taken you guys for a ride in the car. Yeah. When I put on autopilot, it's good, but it kind of abruptly slows down to stops, like behind people. Yeah. yeah. Like way too late. Like you're like, oh shit. And then it slams, it kind of hits the brakes too hard. And then when you go, it's like you're a pansy and the guy's going in front of you and he starts taking off. And you're like, gr- worse than grandma Sunday mode starting to go. Oh, uh, so it's too so conservative one way. Now and it's identical to, to how I would drive nice like it takes off quickly it slows like That's gentle awesome. and as you're slowing down then you can kind of do the creep up to where you're the perfect distance and then it stops like it's ex- exactly like a person driving i knew when i was in your car and you would like make it switch lanes i was like that's exactly how i would do it or like yeah. when you wanted to get an offer i was like that's exactly how i would do it that's amazing but can it go pick up people and make you money yet that's not right. yet. <laughs> that's what I'm but i'll get you guys for. on the friends and family of uh oh my god the personal like um like it you can run you guys around places it doesn't wow. have to be public wait, wait, what really yeah Did... like i don't want to make money i'll just be like well friends and family can use my car if they need to and then be like i'm gonna give you money if your car is like picking me up um, so check this out you can actually drag around on the screen now and see what the car sees huh wait oh sorry hold on so like that wow wow so That's like so on the, the screen in the middle of the car, you can just drag a finger around oh. and see uh, the cars in front, behind, how far back. And then I found out the other day off Reddit, I don't know why they didn't put this in the manual or release notes, three finger drag, I can move it around. So I can go way off to the side and then look down, or I can go in the other lane and look and just see all these cars. Let, let me ask you this. Are you nervous at all? Like not inputting stuff? Do you find yourself for like completely spacing out and forgetting that you need to still like... No, I always pay attention. Yeah. Pay attention. Because a lot of times it's, you know, two lane road and it's like I have my hand on the wheel because what if for whatever reason it freaks out or it got hacked right. or something. It's going to try to kill me. Trust it, right. Yeah. See, I I like driving. I like doing the thing though. I just I love driving too. And you know what I do? I drive all the time and then when there's people in front of me and I can't get around or I can't whatever, I go autopilot and I listen to my music and it's no stress. So, because it's slow down, stop. I'm always perfect distance from okay. them, and I don't have to worry about anything. That is tedious as fuck. I'm not gonna I lie. hate when people like are in front and you can't go anywhere. Two guys, and, and they're going yeah. five under. Yeah. That's autopilot. I don't care anymore. I'm listening to music. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'd still be nervous. Like I just, <sighs> you get used to it after like an hour not of driving. Me. I would be on. I would be on social media sleeping. <laughs> falling asleep in the car <laughs> people ask me about that do you see the people sleep in the car i'm like yeah i do it all the time <laughs> oh that's my what God. I would and then like i've done on the highway people driving by i just put my head back like i'm sleeping because <laughs> i really want to get on the news that'd be awesome <laughs> <laughs> for a, not in a bad way but like, god seriously. you know how easy that would be I mean, it's probably what most of these are 
I get fiance friend driving the lane next to me yeah, that's and I just is. act like I'm sleeping and yeah. she records me like, look at this asshole. Yep. And oh, then sure. it's on there. And, and then Elon's calling it like, look, Greg, I'm trying to sell these cars. <laughs> Seriously, bro. Enough of that bullshit. Yeah, I'm like, all right, Muskie. Can you, can you imagine you got a call from Elon Musk? Yeah. Hey, Greg, you want to go to Mars? Yes. <laughs> I, w- I already signed up for Mars one. Sorry. Would you go to Elon. Mars? Like, would you do that? Like, would you take that? Would you be the part of the first group of people that said, hey, I'm go to Mars? Depends on the circumstance. It's right now, no, because yeah. I'm about to get my marriage on and some kids on. <laughs> yeah. All that. So I can't yeah. really be like later. They're, they're are you coming s- out? Are you announcing to the world? What? what? That you're getting married or was this announced? The last oh, episode. It was. Yes, was I was like, like it's a known thing. Fiance, friend. Yeah, yeah it's a known awesome. thing. Yeah. You know, there's a Japanese billionaire that's actually going to be one of the first private citizens to go to the moon. Mm, you hear about that? I think I heard about that. With yeah. what company? I'm not quite sure which company. It might it might be with Elon. I'm not quite sure. It might be Ooh. with with Bezos. I'm not quite sure. But he's going to take a bunch of artists with him. Like he's paying like for himself <laughs> and a bunch of these artists. I think it is with uh, SpaceX <laughs> with the Dragon the Dragon capsule. That's badass. He's literally going to pay. So- to take artists you know how great spacex is with their launches it's like a legit production like nasa didn't care they're like oh there's a launch money. yeah good whatever it's a billion bucks a pop yeah. literally a billion yeah. dollars yeah a billion but spacex you have all the cameras it's hd yeah. you have all the data it doesn't matter if it blows up they're just like that's cool We're, this is a good explosion whatever like their <laughs> earlier ones they haven't had an explosion for a while yeah, so. yeah. but what i'm saying <laughs> is they're all out there with showing you everything yeah I can't wait till right now I can go on my computer and say, dude, look at this HD stream of this rover on the moon because yeah. they have one there and it's solar and it's driving around and yep. you're watching it with a three second delay Yep, and you can just see like HD on the moon. They, That's awesome. Because all, all we have right now are space HD, like the space station, which yep. is awesome. Yep. Yep. But yep. to be on the moon, like seeing that, Literally. seeing a real, like, cause you've seen the Mars rover and other th- like pictures that are yep. put together after so much time all stitched together. Yeah. But like real time HD footage. Moon cam. That's moon what cam. I want to see. Yeah. They could monetize it. I want it in 4k. I want to see. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to happen. Like, it, Oh yeah. The, the There's f- going to be cities and we're going to be like, Hey, you want to go to the moon this weekend? That'd be awesome. Sure. That's a, that's a thing. I mean, within the next 20 or 30 years, hopefully that's a thing. Like honestly, like with the, the launch cost being so low to be able to do that and, and just technology and catching up an industry, getting behind it. Bezos Actually, wants he's a proponent of having all heavy industry transition to the moon, and we're not building heavy industry anything on the planet anymore. It's all built on the moon. I like that idea. It's, it's keep the uh, pollution out. Keep the pollution. Now they're talking about building H three uh, uh, reactors on the moon, not fusion necessarily, but just normal, normal mm-hmm. reactors kind of deal on the moon. And building all the shit up there. They got the water. They got the regolith. Build the stuff, and then they shoot it down to the planet. And there it is. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's legit. And that's really if you're going to build the structures in space. I think we need to practice on the moon before we're like, oh, we got this Mars thing sorted out. No, I really think we need to practice in our backyard first. Yeah, and get something built pretty big built, on the moon too, built right? Big, build it big. Test out all the fucking concepts, all the things. Because you get enough there, then it's like this critical mass. It keeps yep. going. It cycles yep. itself. Starts. And we're, we're off planet. We're off off planet. I saw uh, I when I was doing the moon, the, the moon yeah. research. A lot of people. 
people think that the, okay, the moon is exactly four times as small as the Earth. Like it fits four of them, like as far as diameter goes, which is a fun fact. Also, this is really weird too. Like the solar eclipses, the moon is exactly four hundred times the distance from the sun as it is the ratio of its width. So that's why we have solar eclipses. The moon is the perfect size to be the perfect distance away from the sun to have a solar eclipse is it always it's changing within the next 20 or 30 million plus years it's going to continue to get smaller so the moon no, no, will no. not eclipse the sun anymore because no. we're in an elliptical orbit too right right so, so it different? can't be constantly well the moon is five 400 times farther away from the sun and it's 400 times smaller in diameter than the sun so they equal no no but i'm saying because the earth and the moon orbit the sun in elliptical not constant yes a perfect so the distance yep. between the moon and the sun, the sun yep. is, is different it, it changes it does right. over time and because the moon is moving away from the earth at 1.5 inches per year no, so. no 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 i'm talking about yearly it's not always 400 times away from yeah the sun per year but I think that's no, what, no, that's no. like a confirmation bias of like it's this someone like put that together because at this time it's that yeah right. But then the rest of the year it's different. It was yeah. just it was just like a fun. But fact. it is I'm really like, cool. It is. Yeah. It's like why is it the perfect size to block out? Like what are the chances of that? Like that's just really weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. If you think about it, it's really weird. It is. <laughs> they were trying to figure out what the how weird it was, but then they didn't know how many other planets have satellites in their systems that orbit the thing so they can't really figure that out kind of deal so that's a, that's a thing the, the universe is so crazy like when you look at the quantum mechanics side of things like all the stuff the possibilities of things happening at any given time are amazing mm-hmm. and like the multiple worlds theory in quantum mechanics is what's been interesting to me because I saw it on Joe Rogan and I was like wow like this guy who's in the quantum mechanics and knows this stuff he's just like so as time goes like you know your decision like could break off into another world and you're just living yes. what you know now and I'm like, we've we've talked about this a lot you should mm-hmm. you should check out um a youtube page it's called sfia science and futurism with isaac arthur and he's got like maybe 300 videos on yeah, there that's pretty awesome I'll check it out and, and check out the fermi paradox okay. you know what the fermi paradox is no check that out okay. Okay, yeah. the fermi paradox in a nutshell basically says that the universe is so big that there has to be life but why haven't we seen it why are we not talking to aliens so there's a hundred different reasons oh yeah check that shit out it's pretty cool i do have to get splitting i gotta go meet up the marcus friend for some oh. thursday night football so i do gotta mm. kind of dip um but yeah, yeah. good talking <laughs> <laughs> so next next time my topic will be um so i talked when i talked with greg about this earlier mm-hmm. the topic i'm going to bring uh to the table is not only uh surviving the apocalypse and whatever version that may take zombies solar flares super volcanoes pick That's something a great topic whatever it is pick whatever it is not just surviving the apocalypse but continuing to maintaining your quality of life as such as it is now what what do you have to do in your life today to maintain your quality of life after the lights go off so that's what i've been kind of researching Back up the internet and that's kind of what i've been <laughs> been working on so that's my topic wanna, for next time all right cool. i want to download my brain into a computer See, we talked about that too yes we did oh you did we did <gasps> okay when it's been great punch it out yeah bro gregster party right. mike we gone
doing some housekeeping yeah. real quick. Uh, shout out to Greg's Eggs. Support your local people with chickens in places they're allowed to have chickens legally. Uh, if you're buying a Tesla, make sure to... I just text my mom my Tesla code. <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> just just uh, use G-R-E-G-G 48406. G-R-E-G-G 48406 when you're buying your next Tesla. Get 2,000 free supercharger miles. See you, Mike. No. See you, Mike. When you want to keep talking, we're done. We're done. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> so Mike had to go. Yep. Dude, let's talk impromptu camera talk. Camera talk? Yeah. Because you've been in this... Uh, yes. Are you Are you starting up an official company is this a thing yes it's gonna be uh wedding wedding photography that's awesome wedding occasion event photography how about that event nice well yes. we got good people we can put you in contact with to get gigs i yeah no it's it's amazing how about how much uh support i got and have and everybody's been excellent so nice it's been it's been really good and just uh I've been trying to perfect the craft for years, but you know, started with actually Arcade Impossible. Yeah, doing yeah. The cameraman doing camera thing, work. and then messing around with cameras, and then we got the DSLR for the show, <laughs> and that was more and more. Didn't you have a GH2 at the time? I had a GH2 at the time. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's how great, it all started. It's a great camera. And then you got a GH3, mm-hmm. and then and then I couldn't top that so. A few years later, the GH5. You have a GH5? Yeah. It was a GH4. No, I got the 5. Oh That's why we're shooting in 4K for a while. What? Yeah. Wow, that's insane. There's a 5S or next version kind right. of thing. I think it's a, it's a micro step update. But the 5, man, it's great. We yeah. took that to uh, Seattle, fiance, friend, and I. And Picture you saw my jumping pictures. I on. saw some of your pictures. I gotta see more. You gotta show me more. What you, yeah, what you did. I will. Yeah, I I shot that shit out. raw. <laughs> <laughs> gotta sh- shoot that shit raw. You gotta get some shirts made. <laughs> Whatever your company name is, and you're like, we shoot it raw. Oh, no, there's a there's already a guy who does that. Oh, is there really? <laughs> yeah, he's already, he stole it. I was gonna say, man. I thought we just came up with something so original. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Yeah, so how'd that go? You see, how was Seattle? Was it awesome? It was great. Yeah. The food's great. We were talking today about like what's the thing you would tell people about, and it was the uh, the ferry we took. So you take the ferry out from downtown mm-hmm. Seattle. You see the whole skyline. You see their stadiums and stuff. And it was like just after the sunset or as the sun was setting, kind of thing. And the ferry's huge. Like hundreds of cars on this ferry, yeah. multiple levels, three levels up. It's it's basically like a half the size of a cruise ship kind of thing nice it's huge um had restaurants on it and stuff <sighs> but it's just beautiful it's like a 35 minute ferry ride out to bainbridge island and then we had like nice dinner out there and everything it was great so could you see like mount rainier and mount olympus or like we could see rainier oh, yeah it's awesome and we went out hiking the one day and that's where we got their jumping pictures and stuff but uh <laughs> Rented a Fiat 500. I was, I was looking saw. to rent a, a Tesla Model X. But they're way too expensive. Yeah. Way. Was Fiat, though. It was cool. Right? Yeah, it was great. Cool it, little car. It was uh, $30 a day, I think, <laughs> off Turo. <laughs> it's you and the fiance. Right? 
<laughs> we didn't care. It was great. It was a tiny car driving around the city. It was perfect. That's awesome. One thing I didn't expect is how many homeless people are in Seattle. Oh, I'm sure. So many homeless it's people. So, it's so ridiculous to, to live out there. It's expenses. Wow. It's yeah. like San Fran. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was really nice out there. We, we were looking at housing prices. And it's like, we can move out here and not be doing well at all. Right. Like, just... That's well, then you look at the Tacoma, mm-hmm. just outside of Seattle, I guess. You know, right, right. But yeah, that's the thing too. Like, I like our area because of cost of living and families here. Yeah, I think if no family was here, yeah. and like maybe not as many friends, I'd be like, oh, let me check out some other areas. But I lived in Orlando, and I was like, can't yeah. wait to come home. It was fun there, but I was like, I'm good. I want to come home. Yeah. Only thing about winter is like you have to see your friends here, or else you'll go crazy. Yeah, it gets ridiculously cold i remember i legitimately went crazy when i worked from home <laughs> and i had my own apartment by myself yeah. <laughs> and this was pre-frodo so no animal either no other living thing and me in my apartment working from home didn't leave for a week i went crazy <laughs> what'd you do i probably did some illegal shit i don't even remember anymore <laughs> i kind of blacked out <laughs> But I remember when I saw my friends after that, I was like, "This is, I just feel weird. <laughs> you do. Because <laughs> I, I get stuck at home in the winter. I'm like, I, I got to go see Greg or something. <laughs> I got to do something. <laughs> I got to go see Greg. I feel so crazy. <laughs> dude. Oh, it's dark already. I was going to say, we got to take, it's seven o'clock and it's dark. That yeah. sucks. Dude, you should take my camera and you can be like, well, uh, it doesn't matter if it's dark. It still shoots beautifully. Sweet. We should go shoot some night pictures of Tesla at the charging station. And then I can show you the smart summon. Yes. That would be a good idea. Let's do it. So we're done podcasting. See you guys later. <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs> Bye.